Welcome to the Shiny Brightly Show. I'm Howard Brown, author, speaker, Silicon Valley entrepreneur, international peacemaker, and yes, two-time stage four cancer patient survivor and advocate. Each episode will take you from resilience to hope and a whole lot more because Shining Brightly does make the world a better place. Be prepared to be inspired. Hello, it's Howard Brown. Shining Brightly is back. I am the the master of the maestro of the audio podcast. And here we are. We got a great show today. Um, I want to introduce you to uh, Francois Lupien. Oh, my goodness. He's a new friend. But boy, we got some great things to share with you today. This is going to be a learning and inspirational uh, session for uh, for the audience. And uh, welcome. Welcome, Francois. How are you today? And thanks for coming on to Shining Brightly. I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. And uh, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great, man. It's the middle of winter here in Michigan, and there's no snow on the ground, and the sun is shining. So I'm grateful for that. That is awesome. Please share a little bit about yourself. Um, I never like to just read a standard bio. It's boring. Tell tell people what uh, they need to know. Oh, that's interesting. You said you don't want to do it sound boring. And then I almost feel uncomfortable having to share about myself. But I'm, I am, and as you will hear, I'm very dynamic. I'm a coach, mentor, and speaker. And my experience uh, spans from working successfully with Tony Robbins, on stage with him as well, Stephen Covey of the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People for 13 years, and uh, one of the best in the world to me, God bless his soul now, is Bob Proctor, who passed away just about a year ago, and Bob transformed my life, definitely. And so achieving excellence is something that I put my mind into. Uh, right in back here, for those that can see, it's a gold medal. I'm a Canadian champion in Taekwondo, and I like to provide gold medal results in my life and the lives of all those whom I come in contact with. Uh, I was a top real estate agent with Remax for 11 years, and I'm a serial entrepreneur with multiple six-figure businesses. But what I like most is to share things that matter with people who care to make a genuine difference. Well, you're going to inspire if my audience, you hang out with some pretty impressive people, let me tell you. And sometimes they say it's who you hang out with, right? That matters. So you hang out that and um, very impressive uh, Taekwondo. I mean, that's just discipline and that's practice and and training. So uh, a big, big fan, big fan of that. Uh, be able to make those types of accomplishments. All right. So now we get a little taste of who Francois is. Tell us something uh, we might not know about you. Something, uh, you know, your little secret there you want to share. That, that's an interesting question, and, and I had to ponder upon it, but the best friend in my life is my wife. And I'll share a little story for all of you entrepreneurs that might be interesting and some things of a thought you might have. Maybe you didn't go deep into it, but this is it. At one point, as I'm doing my business, my wife comes in, and I, I love her. As I said, she's my best friend. I says, oh, honey, I'm going to do this, this, and that for marketing. And, and she comes in. She goes, nah. I go, what? And she leaves. And then at some other point, I'm saying, oh, I got this guy. I think he's great. She comes, she looks, she goes, no, no good. And she leaves. And then actually two or three weeks later, that guy was uh, uh, convicted for fraud. So I go to her. I says, okay, what's going on here? She goes, well, sometimes I feel things. And so this is where I want to land this thing. When we're moving in life, sometimes we go faster than our companion. And so what we, should, what we decided to do is that when that happens, one needs to slow down and the other one needs to step it up 
so we can be in harmony. We believe that we're going to be together for time and eternity. Therefore, let's make sure that we cross the finish line not being so different. That being said, it slows you down at first. But then you accelerate with a foundation that is really solid. So there's something you didn't know about me. I don't want to share with many people. But it, to me, it's very powerful. But it takes guts to make it happen. Because it's easy to let go of that. It, it, it really takes serious uh, um, involvement and uh, vulnerability. But nevertheless, it, it transforms you in an outstanding way. Wow, you shared a unique secret. Well, I will tell you this, that that's the mama bear instinct. That's something that, uh, that she's providing there for you in that sense that you're going too fast and she's pacing you. So that, that's really, thank you for sharing that. That's a great, great story, great wisdom to share and great, great uniqueness there. So change your thoughts, change your life. Okay. So uh, you believe in that. This is a life skill, a mantra that you believe in. You know, tell me, tell me where that all started from. It started a long time ago. I'm 61, going to be 62 very soon. And when I was four years old, my mom had her own roller skates, not roller blades that were in line. But for those of you that are old enough, there was four wheels, two That's in the right. front, two in the back. And it was an adjustable thing with a strap. And I had little cowboy boots and my mom put it on it. She says, go for it. I started going, man, I was falling on my butt and it was hurting. I didn't like it. So I throw these things out. I come back in the house. I'm crying. Oh, I don't want. And my mom says, OK, hold on. Let's go back outside. And then. She says, you don't like it? No, I don't. My mom took them off. She, she readjusted them for her feet. She put them on and she started to skate in front of me. And then she comes back and she looks at me in the eye and she says, me too. When I was a kid, I had a hard time, but I overcome it through practice. I believe in you. You can make it happen. She then took them off, readjusted on me. And she was coaching me from the side saying, you can do it. You can do it. Of course I fell, but it wasn't hurting as much. And then I keep going. And then, and then my mom created a monster because a week after I was holding on to a rope in back of someone else's bike as I was rolling with my rollerblades. But this is a pivotal thing that when my mom took the, moment, the time to crouch down, look at me in the eye and says, you can do anything that you want and you put your mind to. I believe in you. That was life changing for me. That's awesome because it's a, just basically a role model, a lesson that you can do it. And that positive reinforcement, that's, that's, as a little kid, that's really important. And that does sit with you. I can understand, you know, where that came from. So now fast forward a little further along until you're a little older, what's happened next? Okay. Uh, and interestingly enough, from that time, I realized that having someone that would do it with you, for you, maybe at first with you, and then coach you in doing it was pivotal in making it happen. So now I'm 18 years old. And then this person that invites me to this mystery meeting. For those of you that are older, you'll know it was an Amway meeting. <laughs> and I come in and there's this chubby guy and he's sort of dancing on the stage and, you know, putting circles on the board. The guy was making $60 million a year. I'm 18 years old. I am blown away. What's going on? What's happening? And then he said something that was another uh, mic drop in my life. And he said, do you know anybody in your life that whenever good things happen to them, they say, oh, this won't last. This is not going to work. Like It's going to be taken away. And so I knew someone like that personally. God bless his soul. It's my dad. And so case in point, this is what he, at one point he says, oh, 
I got a $10,000 bonus at supper time. It says, but something's going to happen. I'm going to lose it. I'm, I'm just eating without it. Two days later, my sister scraps a car, $10,000. And I'm going, what? And then he says on the board, says, does that happen? Yeah. I go, yeah. I, I, I says, do you know that the opposite can be true as well? Yeah. And I go, what are you talking about? And he says, if you can speak things into existence that are not serving you, how about you do it for things that can serve you, uplift you, guide you, and help others as well? He says, does it work 100% of the time? Maybe not, but it sure tips the, the, the scale in your favor. So that really, really, and he says, okay, respect everybody else's women, because he was a man. And he says, uh, read a good book every month. And in the car, don't listen to the news and don't listen to... And to have a, a, a well, I'm old enough, a cassette. You know, we have cassettes. Personal development and make sure that what you put in your mind is something that's going to be uplifting and edified. Don't watch the news. Don't read the newspaper. You don't need that stuff. Other people will tell you about the things that are going on. And he says, consistently do that. And so I did. And uh, so that's 43 years on this quest. And I've spent over $200,000 on personal development on myself in order to achieve what I'm, and I've achieved a few things, uh, and but there's still more to come, which is wonderful. But all this to say that it comes through you, life comes through you, and whatever, so to speak, garbage that you have in there will dilute the beauty of your life. We need to get rid of this stuff so that the light can really shine. I like to say that life is a 100 light bulb, and it wants to come through you, and for most people, there's only 20 watts that come out, because there's some filters in there. If you get those filters out, the 20 will come to 40, 60, 80. I don't think anybody can get 100, but at least you can get much brighter. But that's on you taking responsibility. Absolutely. So that, that was well, a you're, you're, you're singing my tune, man. I, I, my background is the sun shining, uh, shining on me. My book is called Shining Brightly with a Light Bulb Illuminating Our Light Around the World. Oh, my God. We're a match made in heaven. I, uh, I appreciate you saying that because um, the, uh, the Amway folks are here out of Western Michigan and they're very philanthropic. They own the basketball team or, or Orlando. And um, but I can tell you that some people made up made a big lifetime living, uh, you know, doing the Amway products and things like that. And then I understand, you know, your dad, he's, he's a little bit of a, a doubter or, you know, he worked hard. And, and then the self-fulfilling prophecy of, oh, I made this 10,000 and then, oh, boy, and it vanished away uh, very quickly. So, you know, you can live with the cup half full or cup half empty. And um, I love the fact that you're always developing um, throughout your entire life. Everyone's a ball of clay. And we got to continue that um, from little kids all the way up until adulthood. We're always learning and developing. And I, I bet you Taekwondo uh, gave you the discipline, uh, a lot of that, to build your character and, and to build the learnings from that. Absolutely. Lots of lesson learned in there. And one of them is that, ladies and gentlemen, no one can do your push-ups for you. You can't pay someone else to do it. You have to do them yourselves. But once you do them, they're yours and no one can ever take it away. It's yours. Oh man, you're you're a you're, inspiration is coming out every second here. So by the way, just hold on a second. You said a glass. Oh, half the glass is, is half I empty. This one here. So so let's say there's ten percent of water and then ninety percent of emptiness. And here it says, is it full or empty? Guess what? It's full. Ten percent is water and ninety percent is air. It is one hundred percent full. Never <laughs> think that you're a half of something. You're full, always full. But you decide which one you exercise. I love it. Oh, my goodness. We get show and tell. Um, so tell me this, you, you, the, the example, it all starts with you. 
how that impacted your life positively and, and how that's really been the big turning points for you and the major accomplishments. Well, let's put the, you talked about Taekwondo and martial arts. I started that when I was, I think, it, actually, interestingly, I was 18 years old or six, no, 16 years old, sorry. And I was six foot three, 125 pounds. Six months later, I'm 175. So I gained 50 pounds in six months just because training, training. And then a little later, I was 187. And I stayed 187 for 47 years. That same weight all the time. But what do you say is with you? Whenever we started, I wanted to train. And so I have friends with me that were coming and I would ask them, let's go. And some of them says, nah, I don't feel like it today. Nah. And at first, I, and I says, why are they listening to them? And so I decided to continue to go and continue to go. And sometimes as you get older, teenager, people say, hey, let's go out tonight. I says, okay, what are you guys doing? I said, we're going to be there at seven. And then we meet there at nine. I said, I'll see you at nine. So why don't you come at seven? Because I'm going to go work out and then I'll see you at nine. So I took that discipline of once you make a commitment, you have to fulfill that commitment. And then next thing you know, at nine o'clock, I smelled good. I was super in shape, all, all washed and, and, and ready to go and more energy while the others didn't benefit from the time that I carved out. But I realized that it's me doing it. Then as we started going later and move, 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 I was in the, the fighting, the competition team. And then one Saturday morning, we're, we're all standing up, says, lift your legs. And I'm wobbling a bit with some other. He says, were you drinking last night? I go, yes, sir. He says, no more. <laughs> oh. He says, you drink, you're out of the competition team. So I says, no, 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 I'm not out. So I stopped drinking. Yeah. Not that I was, but, you know, casual, you know, no more. And so as I did this, some didn't, and they were out of the team. And then we had some training to do, an hour a day, five days a week. So I would do three hours a day, six days a week. But it's me that was doing this. And then I got the gold medal like pretty easily because I put in the effort that the others didn't want to put. I'm not saying this to impress you, but rather to impress upon you that once we make a decision, the more we invest in ourselves, the more we'll be able to put out. It's not the technique. It's not the, the, the structure. It's not the template. It's, it's not this. It's you. So work on you, create a better you, show up more stronger, and therefore you'll be able to handle, let's say that word, the challenges that will come to us every day because they do. But they only do roller, they're, they're, I say roller steam you or you'll be able to withstand it. And so it's up to you. That's why I'm a big advocate of it starts with you. I, lo I love it. And also, by the way, you should be very proud. I mean, very few people in this world get to get a gold medal and you put in the work. So it should take great pride. And I see it behind you and it's beautiful. And uh, it, it's an amazing accomplishment that uh, makes it part of you internal. So I, I think that's amazing. Now, I, I think that you and I see eye to eye, but mentorship happens to be big with us. I mean, I know it's big with me. I wrote a chapter about it in my book um, and we, we've spoken about mentorship before. Tell, tell me about what uh, mentorship, because you mentioned you know, very impressive guys that you've got to hang out with. I think you learned a few things from them, huh? Absolutely. Mentorship is an interesting thing that has evolved. You know, through doing some coaching that I've did corporately and with individuals as well, uh, I realized that personally, and, and this, is, this is just me personally, I don't like to work with people that just start up. I, I like to have runners. I don't like to do walkers. I like to do runners that want to get to the next level. And therefore, 
I'm seeing that more and more mentorship is needed more than coaching for the people that get to a certain level. After a while, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to shut the books. You know enough, but you still need to have a mentor to help you get to the next level. I don't call it coaching. I don't know if that distinction is as obvious as I perceive it, but that's one thing. At some point, people, oh, I need this. I need that. And everything seems to be exterior to them. This new method, this new technique, this new guy that this, this. After a while, ladies and gentlemen, stop it. You are enough. You have enough. Now, all you need to do is act on it massively. And when you do that, all you need is a mentor to help you not to get out of track. But he's not going to change you. You change yourself. But it's time to use what you've got. So that's what I see more as far as mentoring, if that makes sense. It, it, it does. And I actually um, have a, a, a free worksheet on mentoring because I call mentorship as leadership. They can oh. help you stay within the lines. If you take a step back, they can be motivate. They can be a cheerleader. They can be accountability. It takes many shapes. And I like I, I don't call it a coach either. But me- mentorship is a lost art in this world because you're actually taking um, your time to be concerned with either an individual or a group of people to move them forward. And um, I, I happen to love that. And I've been a Jewish big brother mentor for 31 years. And I have to tell you, I learned just as much as I taught. It's, it, it's, it's a team effort. And I learned by, by, by showing um, this young boy, Ian, at age 10, who is now 40 years old with a son and a wife and a life. And um, nice. oh, my goodness, some of the best things I ever did because I got to be able to teach this young man. But he taught me because he was questioning. He was questioning. And uh, I have to tell you, I took him to his first rock and roll concert. I think my ears are still ringing uh, from uh, 20, uh, 30 years ago. But again, I got to experience that with him. See this young boy's eyes light up to go to the first rock and roll show. So, But um, in today's world, it's a lost art because people are really selfish. They're worried about themselves and they, um, they're they not worried about others so much. But I think I think that you and I are in the, the, the same thing, that the reason people in this lifestyle, the coaching business has just exploded People are looking for support. They're looking for that accountability. Um, And we're coming off of the pandemic where everyone was living a restricted life and now coming out into uh, now be able to accomplish your goals and to keep moving forward. And so they need guys like you and I to many reasons, but inspiration and accountability are are two of the big ones that I know. And and just as you're talking about this, one of my favorite motto is the day you think you know it all is the day you start to fall. We need others. We cannot do it alone. We can't. And so, therefore, we need to constantly nourish ourselves to show up in a better way every day. Tony calls it can I. Constant and never-ending improvement. We have to. And it does not need to be 50%. Seriously. People overestimate what they can do in 10 years, but they underestimate what they can do in one year if they just improve 1% a day. 1% a day is going to blow you away at the end of the year. And it's and it's the small things. And sometimes I'm, I'm uh, I don't know for if it's audio, I'm showing my, my cell phone. One of the challenges that we have with these things is they're constantly bombarding us with new stuff, new stuff. And we're looking for outside stimulation. And when it's not happening, we sort of get uh, less of a uh, like, meh. We need to, I call it the crank is in the back. And that's what social media is cranking us. We need to put that crank in the front. And we need to be the ones that crank ourselves. And that's an art to learn. But once you learn it, it's yours. And you don't need to be dependent on the outside. 
which makes it something that is, uh, I, I'm 16, I'm going to be 62 next week. And I can, <laughs> from at noon, on Monday at noon, I have often produced more than most young guys by Friday afternoon. And it's because of the discipline that I've done. And go, 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 and make it happen. Now, because, and I'm not saying that I'm better, or it's, it's just different. It is what it is. Nevertheless, it's that thing of not looking for that outside stimulus to make me go. And I have to develop the discipline of doing the hard things myself. But once you do that, you don't need the outside stuff to crank you. You crank you, and then you go. I love it because it's back to you can't, you know, you can't do someone else's push-ups. <laughs> it's, it's great. Now, tell me about this I, uh, uh, mindset medic with a cure, C-U-R-R-E. What, 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 what is that? What's that? What's that? What are you teaching there? Yeah, that's interesting. Thank you. Mindset medic. I believe that success is 95% mindset and 5% skill set. And to me, for entrepreneurs, the skill set that is most needed is sales. There you go. I said it. People, oh, but I don't want to be salesy. Let's face it. Sales will solve many problems in your business. When money comes in, you can hire out. You can do so many things that if you don't have money coming in, it's not happening. And plus also sales is you sharing your gifts, talents, and ability, adding values to others for which they pay you for. So now it needs to connect. So 5% is sales. 95% is mindset. And that mindset is so important that Sometimes yours, mine, is because I teach this for 43 years that I know it all. I need the cure, meaning uh, that's why I use the word the cure, because it's sometimes it's sick. So we need a mindset medic to cure it. And the cure for me stands for C-U-R-R-E. The C is for clarity. We need to be clear on what it is that we want. And, and so let's go the opposite. Tony Robbins always said this. And ladies and gentlemen, use it as well. Always mismatch yourself. If you say something, say, okay, clarity is important. Okay, so why? Because if you're not clear, you're ambivalent. And if you're ambivalent, you do nothing. You're not taking any action, no action, no results. Therefore, you're now, by the debate, you're clarifying that clarity is important. So you need to be clear on what it is that you want, where you want to go, what you want to do. Without clarity, where are we going? Where, where are we going? If you, and, and it needs to be very good. I was reading, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Dan Kennedy. And he was saying, if you ask a, uh, um, a not a boat driver, uh, um, you, you know, those big boats on the ocean, the big, big, huge boats, and they're going yes. from place to place, they go to a port. They're, yes, of course. So if you ask them, where are you going? They can tell you two words, bang, bang. And so, and they take them and they get there. What if you tell people, what do you want? I want more money. Well, here's five bucks. You know, oh, I wanted more. Well, you weren't precise. <laughs> you need to be precise. So that clarity is key. We need to yes. be really clear. Number two, we need to, you is for uncover. Uncover keyword, hidden challenges. And so remember what I said, that the light wants to come through and there's, there's a bunch of filters in there. Those yes. are hidden. And so we see life through our eyes looking forward. That's all we see. But other people, if they look at us, they can see the back of us, the side of us, from the top, from the bottom. We can't see that. Therefore, there are hidden things that others can help us to uncover. So uncover hidden challenges to you. Then it's R and R. And these, you look in any books, don't say it the way I teach it. I say you need to remove what's stopping you and right away replace it with something that's good. Why do I mean this? 
Universe hates vacuum. If you create a vacuum, it's going to fill it right away. So if unless you're intentional with filling it with something good, it's going to be filled with not good. Don't judge me on this, this uh, uh, next example, but you meet someone says, I'm going to quit smoking. Hey, go for it, man. Go quit. And then uh, 60 days later, you see them, they gain a lot of weight. They I said, so did you quit smoking? Oh, yeah, I did. And so what do you do? Uh, well, I eat more now. And so when you remove something, you need to replace it with something else. And unless you're intentional about it, you're going to be a victim of whatever. Hence, that case. Sorry for the graphic thing, but we all know people that quit smoking. And that's what happened. And that's exactly what they were not intentional in replacing it. So we need to remove and then replace with something that's going to empower us. And then the E is for embed. We need to make sure that that new behavior is embedded, embedded, embedded. So you get results that stick. That's the cure. I love it. So I'm going to repeat just because you went quickly and gave great examples. But clarity, uncover, remove, replace, and embed. Yes, that is correct. Bad. Oh my goodness! All right, these are nuggets of gold. I mean, that we're you know you're working with here. So, um, the uh, so the benefits of, of of this philosophy that you, that you teach and, and and you mentor and coach people with, um, it um, this isn't like something like a flash diet. You got to keep you know, have the discipline. It, it it works over time, right? This isn't something that happens. You know, the quick one week, then you know all of a sudden you know. You're, you're there crossing the finish line. And, and that's one thing I tell people. says, if you decide to embark in the personal and professional development, you got to be in for life because it's, it's, you have constantly need to improve. And I'm showing a little button here. The easy button does not exist <laughs> for things that are lasting. See, at my age, Mother Nature is an amazing teacher. And it's been around for gazillion years. And so the lessons that it holds and teaches us we should pay attention. So therefore, a small weed that's got no roots, some comes, it scorches it's down. But an oak tree takes a long time. But the wind, the storm, everything comes and it does not move. So you choose what you want. And so by those choices and those decisions that you make will tell you that this is what you need to do. And then you stick to it. That's why I'm saying the remove, replace, and then embed so we can stick with the decisions that we make. It's it's great, and you keep you mentioned your age. You're going to be 62. I'm going to be 57 in a couple of weeks. You don't look a day over 39, man. Come on, you're looking just great. And so those, if you're just listening, uh, if you're watching on the video part, oh my goodness, Francois, you're always smiling. Why you always smile? Oh, that's an interesting. You have a smile. It's beautiful. Thank you, uh, but it wasn't always this way. Oh, and so I, I tell when I was a kid, I used to pout a lot. Mm. Pout, a lot of pouting. And my mom used to come, why don't you smile? Everything will be easier if you smile. Yeah, And that would make me pout even more. And so I was not happy with this. And then, and she kept saying it and she was persistent, consistent. And my, my dad always used to say, your mom opened so many doors for us because of her smile. And, and this is something. And so she lived it. She was walking the talk. And so I start, and she says, if you, you know, it doesn't take any more effort. Actually, it takes more effort to frown than to smile. What is it? 79 muscles to frown and only 25 to smile. And so why use the extra effort? And so I started doing this more and more. And you know what? My life got nicer, better, and easier because I was smiling. That state of mind, when you're smiling, things tend to, you, you become like Teflon type thing. The bad stuff don't stick. It just, it just glides off because you're smiling. And also, 
because I'm smiling a lot like this, it repels people that are not happy. They don't come around because they feel uncomfortable with it. So I'm sort of, it's a, it's a win-win situation. I'm protecting my environment by being upbeat, enthusiastic, and, and smiling. So it attracts people that want that. And therefore, together, we all rise. So added to this, I love that. The, the smiling is really important because you, you look around and, 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 and people just seem unhappy in general because of all this external noise. And you said it from the cell phones. And, and I'm worried about the, the young generation, too, because they, they, they live like in 140 characters and they don't get the detail. But that's another conversation. But your energy is amazing. Um, and I guess you can thank your mom for a lot of things, but I think you're in control of your energy. But um, what do you contribute that? Your, 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 your energy is, is you're, you're on fire, man. Yes, I am. Just before you go, my mom used to say, no one needs to smile more than someone that can give it back to you. So uh -huh. smile to everybody. And so there's something broken inside of them. And maybe as they leave and you don't see them, it says, hey, maybe I should smile. So you don't know what can be done. But I'm sorry, the question that you just asked was what? Well, so I, I noticed when you're smiling and this observation of, uh, is that your energy. Yes. You're, you're bringing the energy. And um, I just, um, where, where does it come from? Good. Thank you for asking. There's this little concept that I teach a lot of people. And it says there's three phases or stages in life. And you can be in any one at any time, but you choose. Number one is life happens to me, T-O-M-E, to me. So, so then you decide that you're a victim. Oh, COVID is here. Oh, my boss. Is, oh, economy is all oh, interest rates. So that happens to me. We don't produce too much with this. Number two is by me, B-Y, me, M-E, by me. And this is most of the people I'm sure that are listening to here. We're achievers. We're go-getters. Let's make it happen. You know, be quiet. Strap up your boots. Make it happen. Take some action. Get some traction. Get some momentum and make things happen. But the thing is with this one, the by me, you burn out. After a while, you will. You'll hit a wall because it does, you, you're taking from inside out. Now, the third one, which I absolutely love, and I strive to live there most of my life, and sometimes I don't, which is okay, and is through me, T-H-R-O-U-G-H, through me. And this is the analysis or the picture that you can have in your mind, everybody listening. I believe that there is unlimited energy potential out there. And all it wants, which is the non-palpable, it wants to, to become life. It wants to be created. So it's looking for channels. So if you say, hey, I want to do this, I'm doing And then so that energy is going to flow through you. And as it flows through you, through your intention of being clear, now you're going to model it and you're going to create new things. So to so your co-creator, if you want, with God or ever universe, I don't want to say. But that energy is infinite and you keep it, have it coming through you, through you. You cannot get tired if you're plugged into the infinite. You can't. It's only when you start to say, oh, I, I worked many hours today. I'm tired. Oh, what are you doing right now? Now you're going back inside and you're limiting yourself. No, there's tons of energy. And by the way, I'm always like this. I got two speeds, me, park and drive. And I'm only parked when I sleep. When I get up, I'm up, man. Let's make it happen. This day is wonderful because I have clarity on what I want to do. And am I perfect? Far from it. Do I fall on my face? Yes, I do. Do I get discouraged? Yes, I do. Nevertheless, let me tell you, when I have a smile on your face, it's easier to overcome that negative experience, quote unquote negative experience, or we can actually make it better. And by the way, I said negative experience. And, and then my mind says, hey, cancel, cancel. That's not it. I says, what can I learn from this? What is this experience telling me that I'm not getting yet? 
And so now I'm turning into a positive. A challenge comes, like for example, uh, we're all in business and some months are like out of the park and some months are harder. When the months that are harder, ask yourself, what's happening? What can I do? And ladies and gentlemen, write these three words down. I'm going to write them again. And the words are, how can I? H-O-W-C-A-N and the capital I. How can I? Whenever you're stuck, ask yourself, how can I? How can I overcome this? What that does is it puts the responsibility back in your life, but also you're empowered. So you take back the power. If you blame everything else, you're empowering the circumstances and disempowering yourself by saying, hmm, how can I overcome this? And now all of a sudden, you're not blaming the outside. And you says, how can I? You're taking control. And maybe the answer is, I don't know. So then ask it again. <laughs> how can I find an answer to this? And then you will. And as you cons consistently ask that question, how can I? New ideas will come. And as you take action on them, you get unstuck very fast. I love it. I, I do. And I got, I want to repeat it because it's. I, I don't want to pass it by, but your energy, the to me, by me, and through me. Oh yes. my goodness. More nuggets of gold. This is uh, people are going to be running to, to contact you, Francois. So let, let's um, let's kind of start to wrap up the show. And I, I have to tell you, I don't know too many gold mini, gold, gold uh, medal winning folks in my life. All right. Um, I admire people from afar. I, I, I love sports. I think sports is something that builds character and builds discipline, um, builds uh, teamwork. It also uh, builds uh, camaraderie and also, uh, you know, the ability to understand uh, others that aren't as good or as, uh, you know, people that are trying to train, but they're just, they're going to hit their potential, but not win a gold medal. Tell me the meaning of the gold medal and how you apply it to folks like me that are never going to win a gold medal, but I want to win a gold medal in life and in business and in family and what I do every day. Thank you for, for you, and you gave the answer at the end. You say you'll never win a gold medal in, in a sport, but you want to win a gold medal in life, your relationships, your business. And hence, that's right. If you have clarity on wanting to happen, I know what it takes to create gold medal results, but you decide on the gold medal that you want. Hence the clarity that we're talking about. You need to really see it. You need to want it. It's not something that, nah, that'd be nice. If it's nah, that'd be nice. The challenges of life will, will roll steam you. You'll, you'll be done. So therefore, if you have that clarity of the things that you want, let's create the gold medal that you want. And, and through the gold medal journey, it will be yours. If you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hands with the help of someone that can make it happen with you, not for you. We can't do it for you. We can't. You, as I said, you need to do the push-ups. And when you do, they're yours. So yes, gold medal is something that is wonderful. And, and some people, let's face it, some people don't want. I have some, some people, they just, you know, like barely finish high school, says, you know, man, I'm just working at this company and then I'll get my check, I'll get my watch and I'll die and, and I'm fine with this. And it's okay. I'm not judging. That's fine. Right, right. I'm not in that breed. I decide to want to do more. You know, I, I don't know it's for you, but even you know about this, the parable of the talents. 10 talents is five talents given to one, two talents to the other, and one talent to the last. The one that had one talent, he buried it and says, nah, you know, here it is. I said, hey, what are you doing? You should have multiplied it. The one that two came with four. The one that got five came back with 10. Humbly, Howard, humbly, I believe that I was given five. But I don't want to just come back with 10. I want to come back with 15. But more importantly, I want to help people to double their talents. 
That's what I want. That's what turns me on, seeing the people. So the more, actually, to say shining brightly, the more people we can get to use their talents and abilities, the more we shine, the more they shine, and the more people says, what's happening over there with that light shining? And then they come, and as they come to you, and they can say, hey, I want to shine brightly too. And there we have it. We can make the world a better place by making a difference ourselves. But in And by doing so, people can say, wow, if he did it, maybe I can do it too. Yes, you can. And then as we get together, we can all grow. I love you're, it. You're, you're quoting lines from my book. I love it. So we're going to, for those on video, we're going to put our sunglasses. This is our Shining Brightly Spotlight, Francois. We are shining brightly together. I'd like you to... Um, uh, first, tell how can people get in touch with you? Because people are going to want to want to want to get in touch with you after a session like this. Oh, thank you. Uh, very simply, my website is howtobecomemore.com. Simply, howtobecomemore.com is the easy way to get a hold uh, of me. And then from there, you know, there's so many things. Uh, everything is how to become more. I got a YouTube channel, how to become more, and all the social, whatever. But how do you know that your podcasting is speaking and you're you're out there as well, getting spreading the good word? I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. I have a pod. Actually, I'm, I host podcasts and right now I'm a guest at podcasts as well. I like to right. fired up to share their mission vision with others so that we can all rise up and shine brightly. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reachable at shinybrightly.com and uh, we, we have a lot of similarities, but we go about it in slightly different methods, which is so cool. And our, our philosophies are similar. And I'm a big fan of yours, Francois. Give, uh, get, take, take us home with some last thoughts uh, as we end the show soon. Okay. Do not tiptoe through life. Stop tiptoeing through life. Go on there. You got something inside of you that wants to come out? Make it come out. And if you don't know how, ask. Others can help you. But the last thing I want to happen to everybody is for you to die with your song still inside of you. Don't allow this. And if you don't know how, as I said, ask others, ask Howard, ask myself. And if not us, ask someone else, but make it happen. Stop tiptoeing through life. Make the difference you are born to make. That's why you're shining brightly. We're on fire. And uh, thank you for coming on today. What a great show. High energy, lots of great gold nuggets. And uh, boy, I, I'm just uh, privileged to know you. And, and thank you for sharing your gifts uh, out to my audience and, uh, and listeners today. I really appreciate having you. Thank you, Howard. And likewise, you're shining brightly. Your book, the the things that you went through, what you overcome, you are a winner that people need to follow. Thank you so much yeah. for being who you are and your example as well. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shining Brightly with me, Howard Brown. Come interact with me at shiningbrightly.com. And remember, keep on shining.